Hello, everyone. Crypto traders around the world. Crypto Talk Radio, Basic Cryptonomics is back with another episode. Thankful for you joining us here today. Let's kick this off real quick. Won't take us long. We've got a couple bits and bulbs to get out of the way, and then we'll jump right into this. CryptoTalkRadio.net is the site. You can check out all of our various episodes, download, listen. We appreciate if you'd spread the word. The more people that we get listening to our show and our various episodes, the more people we get on board with what we're doing. The greater we can be, the more we can serve you. We appreciate you. We appreciate any word that you can spread as well. And CryptoTalkRadio.net continues to be updated. We are adding content constantly until we are satisfied with the outcome. So keep tuned on that same channel for more and more to come in the future. And we will let you know anytime that we make any changes that are significant, at least, or anything that's new launched. Of course, our Triad membership in the upper right corner, click that, and it'll let you know about the different plans that we have available if you want to support the show. Keep us doing what we're doing. Pass up us a little bit of money. It's not a lot, but you get a lot of value for each of those tiers. Check that out at CryptoTalkRadio.net. Let's go ahead and get into our internal news for today. There's a lot going on with CTR, Crypto Talk Radio specifically, quite a bit. I don't think that any of it is disastrous or problematic or any of that, but there are a lot of things that are going to be happening over the next week or two, I'm guessing. A lot of things in flight, and I have some changes that are happening that I've got to prioritize and work on. I'll just update you with where we're at, just so you have a sense. The endeavor continues, not the saga continues, the endeavor continues. And it's, again, a roller coaster ride, which I was afraid of. I keep getting reassurances. Seems like they want to do things correctly. However, they still are working in a very challenging spot with the way that they work. And I have to work to figure out how to break them from the ice that is their current frozen status. This is a frustrating thing. For anybody that's not done consulting or contract work, I can assure you that there's, it's not for everybody, mostly because there's a lot that you have to think about from taxes and everything else. That's one side of it. But more importantly, when you do contract work, the whole appeal of it is to set your own rate and largely control your own hours and use your skills to benefit other people. These are all things that I enjoy doing. Now, where it starts to fall apart, right, is when you have clients that I gave the analogy, if you're a plumber and they're trying to tell you what wrench to use, it's no longer that fun. So that's where I'm at is there's, they're not telling me what wrench to use. Instead, they, I, I ran into a situation today. I just analyzed and to use the plumber analogy, it would be the same thing as if you have a five bedroom home and in your five bedroom home in four of the bedrooms, you've got major leaks coming from through the wall piping that just happened to be routed wrong. And so the internal rooms are all flooding beyond control and they're running into a situation where some pet is drowning somewhere else in the home, possibly in even the crawl space. And you can't get to the pet because there's too much water unless you literally go swimming because that's how bad it is. And in order to stop it, you've got to stop the water at the main but the water main is so far underwater that you'd have to get scuba gear in order to be able to get to it. That's how bad this situation is. Normally, I can handle it if they allow me to, which is give me total control of what I need, and I can have you taken care of, and it's not that 
card once I have total control. I don't have total control. So the analogy would be, they're not giving me the scuba gear. They're not allowing me near the home, but they expect me to somehow stop the water flow from up the street. It doesn't really work that way, brother. So I'm continuing to work with them to try to get them on the board with what we're doing and how it works. However, it is a process. It is a very challenging process, and I don't know where we're going to end up, but I continue to work with them. The reason it's such a thing I talk about let you guys know is it affects the moving, obviously, the brand, and I don't want to relocate to a place and then get stuck where I'm not going to be satisfied or happy. And right now, that's how it feels. It feels like if I were to go ahead and commit and do this move, that I'm not going to be satisfied so that when I get there, all of a sudden, I feel like I made a bad, bad move. I don't want that to happen. So I'm trying to get them to back off and make it to where I actually enjoy working there. A funny story, we actually had a, they had a thing where every Friday or something, they go around and ask people questions. And the person that asked me a question, they said, you know, tell us a little bit about your background. And I told the story and it was fine. But then, you know, a lot of, there's been a lot of mistakes where I've kind of made a freak decision and then regretted it, not regretted it, but it, I could have done it better, should say. And in this situation, they said, well, hopefully you don't regret being here. And then I have to bite my tongue because it's not that I regret being there. I want them to change. And then if they don't change, I have to move on. But I don't want to move on because obviously it pays me decent well. And the reason it's such a problem is that it's not paying me the rate that I should be getting paid. So now I got to think about, okay, what do I tell these guys that's not going to offend them? That's kind of where I'm at with the endeavor. But I still am on deck to relocate. That still is the plan has been the plan, will be the plan. I don't know when, and then I'll be able to set up and do everything else, but I'm kind of held hostage by the situation. Also, my contact, who's actually the entity that pays me, I haven't heard back from him yet. That makes me a little bit nervous because usually he's pretty quick to pull the trigger, and then I knew, you know, money would show up like tomorrow or even the next day and everything would be great, but it that might even delay like 14 days, and then that would upset me because that means... I'll have to tread water a little bit and things are kind of squirrely. So I got to figure stuff out. I'm not in a stick point. I've got enough. I could literally go now. I don't want to go now and put myself in a, in a problem spot. So the stars have not aligned. They will not align until at least August minimum for everything. But I'm just not sure with my endeavor if I can get them on the clean page so that I'm not having to be concerned about these things. So it's still on deck, still working. Meanwhile, off to the side, we are working on the brand type stuff for our tribe members at CryptoTalkRadio.net, and I appreciate all tribe members. We did upload the Dior token episode. Turns out, it looks like I'd already cleaned that up at some point in the past and just had read it ready to go. So that's uploaded. So now we have, we're up to date with all of our guest episodes. I have some great news for you guys on the podcast in addition to the tribe members. So there was a coverage we were requested to do, and this just I'll just spin straight over into our external. So there's a coverage that we were requested to do, and this was for whole token, hodl token. That coverage is in the archives if you want to go back and check it out. I did that around November-ish, I believe. If you go back to archives in the podcast, I did a high level on it, and I felt like it was at fundamental issues, the way that they did the migration, the devs, they had triggered admins. It was a nightmare. And so I pretty much sold what they finally airdropped. Once they figured it out, I sold what I had because as you heard me say, I'm not going to enrich incompetence. I refuse. So I sold my whole bags and just kind of ignored it. 
Recently, we have a listener on the YouTube side. His name is Jeff Capital. He's a recurrent listener on our shows on Leicester Live. And he had asked us to cover this token called Whole Token, which I wanted to make sure was the same token. Turns out, yes, it is. So I looked at it again, and they've done a lot of things, and they've changed a lot of stuff, and the site's completely different and all this. And I, I was honest with what I said, which is there are still fundamental issues with this thing. The issues I see a market move, they're, they're, that has nothing to do with me. That's just the contract looks like it's in a very bad shape. The price movement is not good. And I think sentiment from all the fiasco that happened before was so bad that it's going to be hard for them to recoup. I'm not wishing them ill. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying that they caused a lot of damage back then, and I was not confident that they were going to recoup with what they were doing without significant changes. And then I closed it by saying, you know, it looks like you finally got some names and faces. That's good. So if the big guy here, his name's Adam, you know, wants to smoke, we can talk it out and I can possibly help you because I know what went wrong. Because what they did is, this is all in Reddit that this happened. And I'll summarize the story by saying that Reddit was kind of their go-to for most of the communication at one point. And they had just triggered admins in the Reddit, always, you know, the, the kids and all this stuff. And they would ban and mute and they banned me from the Reddit. Prior to the ban, I was trying to, as I'm a podcast host, right? I'm radio. So let me know what's going on with all these failed airdrops and people are getting pissed off. People are asking me, do you know anything? Because I did coverage. So I'm asking them, look, tell me what's going on so that I can update the people that listen to my show and make sure they're taken care of. Because right now you got people pissed off. And they said, well, we got done deep, deep, deep and didn't want to explain and didn't want to understand that what they had done pissed a lot of people off. They just didn't care. So I let it go and said, okay, whatever. You're, you're not going to succeed with what you're doing. And I left. Apparently they banned me after I left. I didn't know it because I never went back. So when Jeff Capital asked me to cover it, I had to go back to the Reddit, kind of recruit and refresh on where we were. They deleted all the history. Part of sentiment, right? Investor sentiment goes to, there are people out there who do copious amounts of research, rightfully so, into these projects so they can understand What's really going on? What What is it that I need to know about this project? And when you have that background history of your failures, and then you contrast that with your improvements, I think it tells a good story. For them to just delete all that past history, delete all the people they banned, like completely walk away from it. And apparently, they now don't even support Reddit hardly at all. They do occasional posts, but nowhere near what they used to. Now they forced everybody to tell a scam, as I've said People in America don't use Telescam. Like there's this, for whatever reason, resistance to embrace all the media forums, even though they have them listed on the site. So them deleting, I said, this is what I'm talking about. Like, why would you delete all the history? If you're embarrassed by it, you should confront it and say, this is who we were. And as a result that we know that this is who we were, we've made these changes in order to fix these things. Here's what we identified. We apparently had a bad attitude in our Reddit we got rid of those people. We got brand new people in here. And we told them you are not going to just ban people because they have an, uh, an opinion that you don't like. We apparently did not cover our Twitter correctly. We spun up our Twitter. We got a new person behind it. Da, 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 da. Like you tell the story. Here's what we screwed up on. Here's what we're doing now. So people can know when they look at the graph. Because again, whole token is an old project. It was out there for, geez, I can't even remember when I got in, but it was a long time. So then people look at the graph and they see it's never recovered and they're trying to find, find out why. They don't understand what the heck's going on. So when they do these campaigns to try to increase awareness and knowledge about what's going on, they don't know why they're seeing a graph that looks like crap 
And it's because it's an older project. It's not brand new. It's just that they apparently are trying to revamp, but they never address the root cause of why they crapped in the first place, which doesn't mean that you just hire new people and forget the past. It is you confront your past. We did these screw ups. We jacked it up. We got it wrong. This is what we did wrong. Here's what we're doing now. The best example I can give you is Floki. Floki did that same thing. Floki rogue pulled twice. They acknowledged that this happened. They're openly saying this happened. Now we have totally new people in here. We put a DAO in place. It's all about the community and we're doing this thing to move it forward. That's what people should have done on the whole token. That's what I said. Adam, the CEO, responded on the YouTube and said, no, I'll talk to you. No problem. And he reached out via our conduit, via email, and he's on the books for me to have the interview with him about whole token and what they're doing now. And hopefully let me help them because I can tell the story that he probably lacks. Cause he certainly wasn't there when I was doing the initial trading on it. He wasn't there. This is all out to the fact. And I told him straight, you know, if you want help and you want to understand the story of what got to this point, because it's important if you're going to rebuild and you're serious about rebuilding, you gotta not hide from that history. It is critical. And in a perfect world, you go in the history, moderator history, find out who it was that was triggered back then, and you fire them, get them off the books, and get clean policies that say you are not going to ban or mute anybody just because they disagree with you. So he's on the schedule. He will be recording. Allegedly, he's on the schedule. Let's see if this goes. But he's on schedule to record with Crypto Talk Radio this coming Sunday. If you are a Triad member, you, as part of your Triad if you're Triad Radiance, I should say Triad Radiance or Triad Titanium, you are eligible to actually watch that live if you choose to. The schedule has it going on 9 a.m. Pacific on this Sunday. We will be distributing the link. We're moving some of the uh, the way that we do the recording. But for the Triad members, this is a call to action. If you're listening to this, I have a call to action email that I sent out to all Triad members where I need you to acknowledge for where we do the recordings, I need you to create that account so I can get your account set up. So please check your email, find that from the tribe members, support email address, get your account set up. And then the most important part, you need to email back to that email, letting us know that it was done so that we can set up the group membership. Then you'll be able to watch as we do the interview with, if that goes forward with the whole token CEO. And I think that'll be interesting. However, that goes We don't care how it goes. If he wants to chew us out, that's fine. We want that smoke. But it entitles you as part of your membership, Triad member, Triad Radiance, to watch that. But I need you to do the call to action in the email you got to set up your account so that we can make sure you're taken care of. For those that are not part of the Triad membership, that's what you just heard. Any Triad member gets to watch the actual interview that we do with guests when they come up. We don't have a lot of guests, but when they do, you get to watch the guests along. As part of the tribe membership, check that out when you get an opportunity. The other bit that I'll cover real fast. So Coinbase had some issues recently. If you're in Coinbase, you're probably in America. Chances are Coinbase is pretty much the go-to for Americans outside of Robinhood. Robinhood sucks because Robinhood doesn't do trading in all states and their selection of tokens sucks. However, Coinbase had some issues recently. They were, what was said, and I saw, is they extended some job offers for some technical positions, and then they rescinded a lot of these. People started jumping down Coinbase's throat, saying that Coinbase is about to shut down, Coinbase is in trouble, it's about to go bankrupt. I want to just level set what's happening. Coinbase is not going anywhere because Coinbase is predominantly the only option for American citizens. We can't use Binance.com, period. 
We might be able to use Binance US, but Binance US sucks just like Coinbase does. So I would argue it's not really an option per se. Their KYC process is crap. They take too long. Da, 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 da. We have the choice of things like LBank that's still there. Hotbit's still there. KuCoin's still there. So we do have choices of other exchanges. But when you're talking about fiat and the ability to exchange our fiat simply, there is none better than Coinbase. This is period point blank. So they're not going anywhere. The thing that you're seeing with Coinbase and their disruption right now has to do with a couple of factors. First of all, understand when you want to be an exchange and a legal above board exchange, the SEC has very strict regulations. The IRS has very strict regulations. All of them have significant regulations that usually require that you have a whole army of legal people on the books just to navigate the regulatory waters and know what to file and know what to maintain and auditors that are going to stop by, et cetera, and so on. Coinbase, for the most part, is the only exchange that is actually fully compliant with the United States government and all the regulations. And you're like, how's that possible? Because remember, the government in the U.S. really only cares when it's anywhere close to a security or the lending of money. However, they don't hard enforce the legal, you know, the lending of money legality as much as they do the close securities thing. And for the most part, they don't really chase after exchanges that are non-compliant. They'll just nag them. So like Gate.io, for the long time, Gate.io allowed certain tokens to be traded by American citizens as long as you did KYC. Then later, they just said, nope, screw it, we're not doing it anymore. And that's because of the crackdown the SEC has been doing recently on exchanges. L, or KuCoin rather, KuCoin just doesn't seem to give a crap. They just let you trade whatever. You can margin, you can do anything you want. They, they, they don't really care. <laughs> and that's why they're my current favorite exchange for just regular transactions. But I would never store my fiat in KuCoin because I know that at some point they're going to get cracked on. There's no reason there's not going to. Binance US, KYC sucks where they, my KYC request has been pending right now for eight months. And if you think I'm exaggerating, no, I can show you the proof. Theirs is a joke. It's a joke, and they again, it's the it's it's garbage compared to Binance.com, and we can't use Binance.com. Some people will tell you to use VPN. That's fine, but when you're doing KYC, your address is on the dang thing. It's not going to solve the problem. So, for American citizens, it's largely Coinbase. Secondarily, Robinhood. Third is going to be probably KuCoin for now, L Bank for now, Hotbit maybe. Yeah, sure. BitMart has KYC, but it works. Like there's all this iffiness for just regular transactions. Other than that, you're going to have a hard time transferring or converting fiat into something that you can transact unless you go to an ATM. So Coinbase isn't going anywhere. And I want to level set that and I'll make that as a hard statement. Coinbase isn't going anywhere. The issues they're having is because they are arguably the only exchange that is fully compliant with the United States government. If I had to pick an exchange, that the U.S. government and every state in the union trusts it is Coinbase, only Coinbase. Not all states trust Robinhood. They are not the go-to at all. That's why I did the thing on YouTube where I said, if you want SHIB, just get it from everywhere else because Robinhood dragged their dang feet. And then when it did get on Robinhood, what happened? It didn't make any difference. Like I said, it wasn't going to. So just to summarize, Coinbase isn't going anywhere. They're fine. They are heavily regulated and they're compliant with the regulations. So they're the least likely to get any kind of issue. However, they were financially impacted by the Luna and Terra situation because of the wrapped Luna that they allow people to buy and trade. 
which now basically has no value. So they were significantly affected by this. Binance wasn't as affected because Binance is arguably the largest exchange of them all. So I'm just saying, people that are raising red flags, the Coinbase is about to shut down, I'm telling you that is the core definition of FUD. Straight up, you can quote me on that from a year or two from now, Coinbase is going to be I. They're going to be I. Now, I want to close with one big note here. I did an update on YouTube. I believe that was yesterday. For those that are listening on the podcast side that aren't following the YouTube side, um, I did clarify to the YouTube folks that apparently the Libero team is not going to want my assistance based on emails that we've had. I get the sense that they're going forward in their whatever they're doing, and I see what they're doing, but they're going forward with it. I don't agree with it. If anybody's in Libero right now, I do encourage you to check out the YouTube channel of Basic Cryptonomics so you can see what I specifically said because there's a lot of detail there. Summary thoughts, though. The Libero financial team, ironically named, is no longer caring about the Libero token. So anybody that's in the Libero eco, the token, they're not doing anything to help that get back on track at this point. They're going all in on Libera. Libera is a completely different token, and that's their focus going forward is what I was told. I don't agree with that stance, and that's why I don't believe that they're going to be working with me because we're not on the same page and never likely will be. I understand what they're doing. I don't agree with it because I think that they put themselves in this position with bad decisions, and they should simply reverse those decisions and get back on track they are not agreeing necessarily with my stance to the point that somebody there claimed that I, quote, don't understand what they're doing. Multiple in the community at this point have affirmed, yes, I probably know more about what's going on than many of them even, and probably even the devs. And that's because I can see the business side of what they were trying to do, but because they were just muscling forward and they ignored me since January. Because I've been trying to get in touch with them since January to help them out because I saw what was likely to happen. And they ignored me all the way through. And then finally they reached out because the community browbeat them into submission. And that's cool. But then the responses I wasn't really satisfied with. They told me essentially that they were not going to move forward. They have their own vision. They're just going to do it. They asked me really to shill something that even if I didn't, even if I had a policy where I would, I don't, but if I did, they want me to shill the miner for Libera and I don't believe in it. So it's, it's a double whammy. I don't believe in doing shill because that's a waste of time. But also, I'm not going to shill your Libra minor. It's not the right answer because you and your own documents said that the shilling is not what you want to do. You said the shilling is not what you want to do, but you also said mining is not the right answer. So now you're giving me contradictory information. That's ethically wrong for me. And so I have made the mental stance that they're not going to go forward. Could they come back and change their mind? Absolutely. I'm simply saying that it's highly unlikely at this point. If you're in the liberal ecosystem, you'll need to make whatever decision that you make that makes sense for you. If you're not in it and you were considering it, I would recommend that if you do get into any part of the ecosystem, do not stake any of your whichever in their banks. Keep it in your wallet. Watch price movement like any other token. I would recommend you do not lock anything in the banks or the miner. The miner, you don't get that money back if you lock it in there. So that's number one. Yes, it gives you the rewards, and yes, you can do all that stuff, but because Libera is in such a bad state right now, I'm not confident that you're not going to end up with a total loss at some point, so I would never advocate it. Plus, there are other projects that do the mining thing better, arguably, than the Libero Eco, so that's my recommendation. I'm trying to help keep people safe. You are free to ignore me on that. 
I'm just saying that at this point, I have high concerns about people that invest in the eco because I see that they don't really have a strategy or a game plan. They're just kind of reacting to shinies. And that's risky. I don't want people to lose money needlessly is my big thoughts there. So that's how I feel about that. That'll do it for today's Crypto Talk Radio episode. I want to thank you for listening today. We know you've got choices. CryptoTalkRadio.net. If you would, we would appreciate. At the very top, we have a contact form. Fill that out. Let us know what your thoughts are. If we're doing great or something you don't like, we always love to hear from our listeners. If you don't mind spreading the word, we would also appreciate that. If you think other people would benefit from the type of coverage that we do, we work hard to try to be different than every other type of podcaster or YouTuber that's out there. So hopefully we're on track with that. Finally, our YouTube channel, of course, is that Basic Cryptonomics. If you want to find us on there, those are dedicated, specific, exclusive types of episodes. So you'll hear things there that you won't hear on the podcast and vice versa. Check us out there for more quick and dirty coverages. Until next time, take care.